Hey y'all, before we start today's episode, we just want to let you know a couple things. This episode was recorded before the coronavirus situation changed. We recorded this episode after stores started selling out of paper goods, but before President Trump issued the travel ban, and before schools across the U.S. closed for weeks. So you will hear us reference the toilet paper shortage, but please understand that had we recorded this even a week later, we would have shifted focus to how showing kindness and empathy is even more crucial in the face of the pandemic or emergency. We are thinking of and praying for all the families, employees, businesses, and everyone else who are forced to make difficult decisions right now. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Fools in Love podcast. We are so happy to have you here with us. And if you're listening for the first time, welcome. And if you're a repeat listener, welcome as well. (laughs) (laughs) So a few weeks ago, actually probably like a month now, it was National Random Acts of Kindness Day. And in preparation of that day, we were just trying to have a discussion and come up with a story of how a stranger had once done something kind for us at any point in our lives. And after we kind of thought that through for a little bit, sadly, neither of us could come up with anything other than like the strangers that hold the door for you or somebody waving you through in traffic. But even worse than that, We couldn't come up with a time when we'd shown some sort of unnatural kindness to someone that they'd be sharing the story of today. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is I really searched and I was really thinking through and we even went as far as asking a lot of our coworkers to come up with some time where someone really went out of the way or where they went out of the way to help another person. And one of our coworkers had actually told us a story where she was waiting in line with a bunch of clothes and she forgot one item. So she went back to grab it and the woman behind her had paid for everything. And another time a coworker of hers at a new job gave her a practically new sewing machine on her front porch because she knew she was into fashion and style and she just happened to have one sitting around. So she brought it over to her. Right. And then we asked another coworker, about her experience, and she said she couldn't recall one time that she had ever been shown that sort of kindness by a stranger, but she did remember one time where she had been out buying shoes for her niece, and she just felt it in her heart to give them to a complete stranger who needed to buy shoes for her daughter and appeared to not be able to. Yeah, so anyway, in our very small and super scientific, not-so-much research project, we found that it didn't seem like many people were really going out of their way to be kind. And we found more often than not, it's just not the norm that people experience. And so it really had us just having a conversation about it and trying to figure out why that was. And really, it just led us to just having a conversation and trying to figure out more and more why that is. Like, why is it so hard to think of a time where someone's going out of the way? And for me, 
I would think just out of small selection of people, if that's really not what they're experiencing, then that's probably what a lot of y'all are experiencing out there in the world. Which kind of means we suck. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, the research does show that the benefits of being kind and serving others are just immeasurable. People are happier and have a more positive outlook when they're able to actually help someone else. So is it better to receive or give? It's so much better to give than to receive. I mean, don't you love the stories of strangers on planes, like holding crying babies for overwhelmed moms? I love those stories. They're so cute. Or when somebody's struggling in a store and somebody else comes up and just says, hey, you know, you're doing a great job, mama or daddy. Those are amazing moments for me. I love reading or seeing those types of stories in the media. So since we need to work on how we're spreading kindness, as we've never done anything memorable for anyone else, we wanted to talk today about ideas to spread kindness and why it's so important. Yeah, one of the biggest reasons to make sure that we're spreading kindness is that you really just never know what someone is struggling with. I mean, think about your own life. There's so many times where you're going through hard things. And us as individuals, we like to hold that internally. We like to not share it or we like to share it with a small group. But there's plenty of times in my life where I think about I was struggling with a lot of things. And when people asked me how I was, I basically was like, I'm good. And most people didn't pry. Most people didn't ask any additional questions. And we just moved on with life. But how many of you out there currently are struggling or have struggled in the past and then you're not sharing it with people because you find it difficult or you just don't know how to respond or, you know, you don't know where to go? Right. And those are the same exact moments where you should really be stepping up and just trying to change someone's day. Maybe their day is fine and maybe it's the worst day ever, but that's an opportunity right there, whether you know what they're going through or not, to just be kind. What if you just took one moment of their pain away, even if it's only temporary? What if what you did changed their whole day, their whole week, or their whole life? What if 20 years from now they're talking about a time when the whole world was just against them and they were in the biggest struggle and just a random stranger on the street did X, Y, and Z for them? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's exactly right. And really, it can be those small moments. Like it doesn't have to be a huge gesture or a huge thing that you've done. A lot of times those small moments resonate. And like Megan was just saying, I mean, you could literally change someone's outlook just by showing them a little ounce of kindness. And I think we can all agree that we could all use a little bit more kindness in our world. Right. So just be super aware of your surroundings of the people that you come into contact with. And just realize that maybe their day is great, maybe their day is the worst, and no matter what you think their day has been like, just show that extra moment of time to be a good person and just go the extra mile when you can. Another reason it's important is because you just never know if you might be the only one who's been kind to someone. Right. I mean, some people just don't have any positivity or kindness in their lives. Like they, you might come from a family where you all lift each other up and you all are there for each other, or you have a million friends who are there to support you and you've built a great support system and that's great for you. But you have to recognize that not every person has that. There's a lot of people out there that we know, we talk to y'all that are struggling, that are having issues, that don't feel like they have anyone to talk to. And I'll just stop for a moment to say that if you need someone to talk to, feel free to DM us and we will be glad to talk you through it. But you have to understand that not everyone is coming from the same background. 
we were blessed to have really strong families who have been there to support us, who have been there to be that support system. But we also know that there are plenty of people who feel alone, who feel singled out, who feel empty, who feel like there's no way to go and nowhere to turn. So you have to recognize those people when you see them. You have to be that light for them. You have to be that person. But if we walk around unconscious of this with blinders on, then it can so easily be missed. And not every person is built that way, but you also just need to be a little bit more aware of these situations and understand that every person does not have your same background. Or if you are feeling lost and you're one of the people that do feel like you have no one to talk to, there's others out there and maybe you could find each other and lift each other up. Absolutely. I mean, the thing really is that you have to remember that if it were you that had no one being kind to you in your life, wouldn't you want someone to show up for you in some way that showed you that anyone in the whole wide world cared and that this world still had good in it? I sure would. We should also always be striving to leave a positive impact on this world and helping others is certainly one way to do that. Brandon, let's pause this episode for a second and talk about the new Fools in Love merchandise. Sure. We are so excited to have our Do It Anyway hats and t-shirts available for purchase online. We've created a wearable reminder for ourselves and for you that even when things are hard or you don't feel like it or the motivation is nowhere to be found, we've got to do it anyway. That's right. Brandon actually has Do It Anyway tattooed on his arm to remind him to keep pursuing even when the going gets tough. Thankfully, the t-shirts and hats are cheaper and less permanent than getting a new tat. (laughs) That's for sure. So head on over to foolsinlovepodcast.com to grab up your hat or t-shirt today. Yeah, and showing kindness can be so simple and quick and free. You don't have to be rich to be kind and to leave a positive impact on someone. Like I just think about if you have kids, what kind of adult do you want your kids to be? Really, they're looking to you as an example. So when you see someone in need or you see someone where you could be kind and you could go above and beyond, what are you modeling for them? Because they're ultimately going to model that same behavior. Yeah. When kids don't see kindness in their homes growing up, how are they ever going to know that they deserve it and that they need to also show it to others? They're not. They're just not. And we need to be role models in good ways, even if it's hard or takes time or other resources. And really, it's got to go way beyond having good manners. Like we mentioned, a lot of the things we could think about were, you know, as simple as someone holding the door for you or someone letting you go in front of them in the shopping line. But it's got to go beyond just being like kind in a moment. It's got to be training our kids and ourselves to look out for others in need and trust us. We're reminding ourselves of this too right now because we often live in our own little bubble and we forget that one of our biggest duties as parents or as human beings is to develop kindness and compassion muscles that'll help for the greater good. Right. I know. We just, it's just so easy to get caught up in our own lives and our own things and our own emotions and just totally forget that there's a whole wide world sitting right there that we could actually leave a positive impact and leave something that matters with that person. I know we're talking in the context of strangers here, but this can also be important for people we already know in our lives. I mean, how often have you shown kindness to people in your family that goes beyond the norm or your friends that go beyond the norm? Have you ever tried it? 
it's amazing if you do because it shows you see the impact immediately. Right. I mean, if you're anything like me, you like to text. And calling seems like something no one does anymore. But do you have someone close to you that you haven't talked to in a while? Reach out to them by calling them. Have a real conversation. Something as small as that can be the most meaningful thing. A text message, Facebook, Instagram, they cannot replace the power of a great conversation. So if you have nothing else that you can do, man, reach out to those people that you already know and already love. Just check in on them, have a conversation, make them aware that you think they're important, that you think that they're worthy of your time. And again, it goes back to you're never knowing what someone is struggling with. Even those you're close to. Right. Think about the times where like if someone would have reached out to you in those moments or you wished someone would reach out, but you didn't have the power, energy or know how to just go out and ask for what you needed. So you really would have loved someone to reach out to you. And as I say it, I think about the moments in life where like you're talking about someone or you're like putting like this energy out into the world and all of a sudden that person calls you and it like lifts up your whole spirits. Or if you're like Meg said, you're thinking about that person, reach out to them. Because not to get really deep all of a sudden, but you never really know how long you have and you never really know how long that person has. And wouldn't you rather have that conversation now rather than wait until it's too late? That's a really good point, especially with how crazy the world is right now. I mean, I don't think that, you know, there's any real danger for me personally at this moment, but it does get you thinking about the fact that we're all humans. We're all going to die. We're all going to eventually not be here. And shouldn't we be using this time that we do have, whether it's one day, one year, or a hundred more years to just make a positive impact on those we know and those we don't? Right. And we're all in this like kind of panic mode right now. And we're in this like pandemonium as far as like this coronavirus and this stuff coming. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be vigilant of that. But it's made me kind of reflect on the fact that we're really not in control of a lot of things. But this kindness thing, we are in control of. We get to make that choice. We get to make that choice every day. And we can make the world a better place, as cliche as that sounds, by doing those things. There are certain huge things, sure, we're not in control of. Like we can't, you know, fight this virus by ourselves. We can't apparently buy toilet paper at the store. (laughs) But what we can do is be kind to the people we interact with while we're out and understand the situations that that are present and in front of us and be aware of the needs of others. Hey, and here's a really easy kindness idea that's quite timely. Um, Share the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer with the people in the same aisle as you. Yeah. And one of the things we also love to do just as a simple way is we love sending cards to people like Megan loves to make cards, not so much anymore, but she loves to make cards or at least make an effort to buy cards. And I know a lot of people have strong opinions on cards like, oh, I'm not spending $6 on that. But when's the last time you got some real mail? I don't know about you, but when I check my mail, it's half of the people who used to live in our house. It's half of these mailers and like junk mail And when I get real mail, I like light up. Like I feel like really good about it. Okay. And listen, here's the thing. The card, the $8 card doesn't even matter. If you don't want to spend $8 on a card, then don't. You can write it on a legal pad and send that. You can buy a box of 100 thank you notes slash blank notes, whatever on Amazon for like $10. I mean, you don't have to spend a bazillion dollars on a card to send somebody a message that says you care. So what stops us from doing this? Because really, that's, that's really what we want to kind of dig into. 
because there's a reason that we all are doing this. There's a reason that we can't come up with a story for why we're being kind because we all, I think, intuitively know that we should be more kind, that we should treat people well. But I think one of the biggest obstacles is just this self-centric nature that we live in, especially in the United States, especially here, but all around the world. We really are just self-centered and self-focused, and that's us included. We just get stuck in our own world, and it's very easy because life's busy, life's challenging. We all have our own stresses. I get it. Trust me. But we live in this world with tunnel vision, and whether we admit it or not, we live in a way where the world always just revolves around us. And in this, we often fail to see the needs of others at all because we're just focused on our own needs. Like, oh yeah, you know, I realize that person needs that, but you know, I got my own problems over here. So it's like, take care of your own, take care of yourself. I mean, they can worry about themselves and that's the attitude we all have. And, and I get this might be tough and I get this might rub people the wrong way. But you got to be real. You got to look in the mirror and you got to look at yourself and really think about what you have done to step out and be there for someone else today or last week or last month. Because when I did a self-reflection on this, it was rare. It was very rare that I was actually taking the effort beyond a text or something else to check in with someone once a week or if you knew they had something going on because you don't want to be a bother or a burden to them. Trust me, if you're being a bother or a burden to them, they'll let you know. Like, don't feel like you can't do those things because like, you don't know if people need it. And to me, that's just a cop out and an excuse. Yeah, that's a really good point there that a lot of times you might feel like it's a burden, but actually it's probably just your own self-centeredness coming back and as a way of ex- excusing your behavior. I liked that. But just to keep on the self-centeredness for one more second, just think about how upset you are when you're stuck in traffic or you're running late and the person in front of you is going really slow. (laughs) Why are we so mad? Well, it's really because of us, right? But we're always mad at the other person. So just be aware of how often it's all about us, 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 and not anybody else. Yeah, I think coupled with this, one of the things for me that I think about is the times where I did do something, where I did go out of my way to help someone and no one noticed. Or maybe they did notice and they just didn't care. And I think many times when we decide to do the right thing, we serve or help other people and then we don't receive that reward in return or even more than the reward, no one actually returns the favor to us ever. Then we can feel really bad about it. And we can feel like regretful almost for like doing the right thing because we didn't receive some kind of reward in return. Which is, by the way, is a totally horrible way of deciding to be kind. If you're only doing something to be kind for the reward bag, you're just doing it wrong. But it is a real feeling. It's a feeling that we probably all have that no one noticed or cared. Why should I ever do it again? Right. And I could think of a thousand stories, honestly, about this topic of where I helped and it didn't get returned to me and I could get bitter. But like I can think of one story in particular. I remember a time in college and we lived in Michigan. And if you don't know anything about Michigan winters, well, they're crazy. So I was living in this house with five other guys. And trust me, winter again is no joke. It was crazy snow, freezing weather all winter long. So one day the snow was just absolutely insane. And I was out brushing off my car, scraping off the ice, and I looked around, and all of my roommates' cars were sitting there. So I decided to take the time and scrape all of their cars off, brush away all the snow, 
make sure none of them had to spend any time out there freezing and really just trying to be compassionate for their needs and doing what they needed above what I needed, which was to get on my way to class, I'm sure. (laughs) And I hope to bring them some joy from this simple act of kindness. And I spent at least an hour, I would say, cleaning off everyone's car. And afterwards, I felt really great about it. Then the day went by and the next and the next. And no one said anything. And I went from feeling really good about it to really bitter and angry. And I'm sure that this has happened to you. So we start to think, why even do it? Or maybe we went above and beyond another way and it wasn't appreciated, wasn't noticed, or we were taken for granted. These are real things that will happen when you try to help other people. Just know that going in. Definitely. And again, it's like the dumbest excuse ever because why does it matter? But I know that that's how I feel too when I try to help somebody and nobody cares. Another thing that stops us from actually taking a moment to be kind is our time. Simply our time. We're all so dang busy and our to-do lists are already so full. How can we possibly stop to show extraordinary kindness? Half the time people can't even be bothered to wait five seconds to hold the door for someone quickly approaching. So how are we expecting them to make real time for something that's thought out? That's right. And it's just funny when you're talking about like finding a moment, basically to find a moment to actually like (laughs) have the time. But again, it goes back to this self-centered nature. So we're sitting there thinking about our own time and thinking about, well, I don't have the time because I need to be doing this when really you need to reflect You need to look at your planner, look at your schedule, and think about how important all those things really are in the context of you could change someone's day, week, month, life. How much is your planner or your daily actions, how many of those are you going to remember? Or is that person, maybe you won't remember, but that person's going to carry on with them and be telling the story years later like some of our coworkers are. Yeah, if you're anything like us, you could probably use a good look at your time And I'm sure we could all find a few moments to go out of our way to help somebody. Yeah. And coupled right with that, time is what? Time is money. So I think money is also a huge obstacle when we're talking about helping people. We often use cost as an excuse. But the truth is that you can help someone for free or for very little cost at all. If you tend to think, well, I'm too broke to afford to buy coffee for a person in front of me or behind me in the drive-thru then we want to challenge you to think about possibly budgeting for something like that. And even more importantly, make a list of things you can do that cost nothing at all. And Megan had mentioned how we struggled to come up with ways people had been above and beyond kind to us. But I could rattle off about a hundred different examples of when people were mean, angry, or just downright rude. Oh yeah, it's hard out there in this world. And kindness often gets pushed to the wayside. Just turn on the news. Is kindness even covered? Sure, there might be a side one-minute segment, and then it goes back to all the negative news. Interestingly, kindness is news instead of the norm. Like, shouldn't it be big news that someone did the right thing? Honestly, I find it refreshing when those news stories try to call someone a hero and the person's like, no, 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 no. I'm just a regular person doing what anyone else would do. Because really, we should be living in a way that being kind is the usual and ignoring the needs of others around us is not the norm. Yeah, but kindness, I mean, it seems like almost a lost art form. Like people have forgotten how to help others. People have forgotten how to look at ways they could help others around them. 
And I believe a lot of it has to do with the social media age and iPhones. I mean, they're easy to pick on, I know, but with an iPhone in everyone's hand, we just aren't really living in the real world. We're living in this digital space where we concentrate on likes, followers, and comments, and we don't look up from our phones long enough to see that people around us actually need us or people around us have needs that we can actually meet. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of wrap up this thought, if you tried to help someone and it didn't go how you planned, so what? Remember, you're not doing this for your personal gain. You're doing it to help them. And as cliche as it sounds, you're doing it to make this world a more positive and better place to be. Amen, sister. So now that we talked about some of those things, we wanted to give you all some simple ways that you could start to spread out some kindness into this world. And these are not going to be huge, grand gestures, but rather things that many of us could do on any occasion. And hopefully, it'll get you thinking of some great ways to show kindness to those you encounter. Yeah. I mean, some of these will definitely be about money, but they don't have to be. I hope that this would encourage you to think of your own list and to start planning that you want to do one one a week, one a month, whatever, of just ideas where you're just going to find the next person that you think could could use a little smile today. But one idea is just to buy the groceries, the meal, or the product of someone near you in line. Yeah. And again, it just a couple with that, it doesn't have to be just money. I mean, who has stood in line at a grocery store? I shop at Walmart every week. So trust me, I've been there. <laughs> and it can be so stressful. So what if you let someone go in front of you in line? Does that cost you any money? Oh, it does go back to the time. You know, you might be there a little bit longer. But what if you let them go? Would they eventually pay it forward to someone else? Maybe. Yeah. You could also just help a neighbor with whatever they're doing. If you see somebody out doing yard work or Christmas lights or moving large items, just walk on over and start helping. You don't have to ask because, of course, if you ask, they'll say, no, 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 I got it. Just walk over and do it. Right. Or if you see someone's payment decline in front of you or someone needing something or trying to put items back because they're trying to look at their tab. I see that a lot of times at the grocery store. Maybe you could just pick it up for them. Now, trust me, like Meg said, they're going to deny it. They're going to try not to do it, but just let them know that you want to do it and you don't need anything in return. I think it's it's it, it really speaks to the nature of all this kindness because you feel almost like you owe someone something for showing you kindness. When in reality, if you're doing it for the right reasons and you let the person know, like they do not owe you anything. You're doing this because you saw a need and you're meeting that need. Yeah. You could also just tell a struggling parent they're doing an amazing job and offer to help them. I mean, of course, if and when that's appropriate, you have to kind of judge that one. But a lot of times you might see a mom or a dad just having a really difficult time. And it can mean so much for somebody to say, hey, you're doing a great job rather than feeling all the judging eyes upon you. Yeah, one of the things I love that we've done a few times now is, and a lot of times it comes up around the holiday, but you could really do it anytime, is just challenge yourself when you go to a restaurant and maybe even the restaurant's super busy and you're feeling a little bit stressed, look around at the waiters and waitresses. They're having a very difficult time too. And they're the ones trying to like make ends meet and get things going. So one of the things you could consider is not tipping the standard 15 or 20%. Maybe you tip 50%. Maybe you tip 100%. We've done that before. And again, you don't make a grand gesture out of it. You do it, you walk out, and it probably makes that person's day or week just because you took the chance to take that time. Yep. And another idea would be to research 
local charities and organizations and find one that you're interested in. And then just volunteer there. That's spreading kindness. And it's not going to cost you money. It's only going to cost you time. Yeah. And I think the most simple one you could do is just smile. Just smile at someone. Tell them to have a good day. Ask them how their day is and really listen and respond. And if they don't answer or they answer with a a simple, I'm fine, recognize that and maybe ask an additional question. Again, I'm not saying sit there and pry and give them the fifth degree, but what I'm saying is most people don't think that you want to really know. They're just making conversation. So they'll just say the simple response when really there's a lot more there. And I know for me, there's plenty of times where that happens. People are like, how are you? Well, I'm actually doing terrible, but I'm fine. You know, that's like what you say. You just, that's what you say in life. You've probably said that a thousand times today with strangers or just people you know around you. Oh, I'm doing great. And yet, what are you keeping up those appearances for? Like, if you're not fine, let someone know. So a couple weeks ago, our sweet little dog, Maya, passed away. And that next morning, I was out with our daughter and we were at Chick-fil-A. And the guy at the drive-thru said, hey, how are you doing today? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. You know, how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm good. And then he came back to the window a few minutes later and he must have just forgotten that he'd already talked to me or whatever. But he was like, so how are you doing? And I just like decided I was just going to tell him. I was like, well, actually, not too good. My dog passed away. And so he had like the sweetest, we had the sweetest little interaction. It was, you know, two or three minutes long, probably. And instead of just being like, it's fine, he just made me feel just a little bit better. And he talked about his dog and how he came from California. And we just had a few minutes of that, just that somebody cared, that it didn't, that even though he never knew my dog and I was never going to see him again, that for one second on one day, he was caring about something that had happened to me. And those are the kind of moments that are just free and easy and we should be doing all the time because honestly, it is not that hard to be kind to somebody that you just casually encounter. It's really not. I find that when I'm friendly and approachable on the phone, because I do a lot of things on the phone in our in our work, and the more times that I am friendly and upbeat, that's the kind of person that those people on the other end want to, want to interact with because most people are not sounding like that on the other end. You can tell because you end up being best friends with those people as you're having those conversations. It's clearly that that's not the norm. So anytime you can just be friendly, be yourself, smile like Brandon said, those are the moments that matter. Those are the day-to-day little things that take no real effort other than you putting a smile on your face and being a good person. And recognize that you matter. Recognize that your impact matters, not only the people you know, but the strangers you interact with. We always talk about owning your impact. Well, you can own what you do. You can own how you show up in the day. And even if your day is bad, you can make a difference for somebody else. And in return, you're probably going to feel a lot better. Not that that's why you do it, but it will help. So we want to challenge you this week with the same thing we're challenging ourselves with this week. Do something for one stranger and one person you know that'll make them smile. Something bigger than just holding the door or letting them out in traffic. Something that they report back to a friend or family member. Something that you'd appreciate if someone did for you. Let's get better at noticing needs and being kind to those around us. Let's make a difference in this world together, one small act of kindness at a time. Hey B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. 
Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love Podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 